Hello everybody, this is Chris from CSS Tricks with video screencast number, oh my gosh, what is it? I have to almost look it up quick because I always forget what number it is. Number 43, where we're going to be talking about CSS sprites. And hey, 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 how about that new intro? Is that nice or what? Video number 43, and finally we have some kind of animated cool branding intro to the CSS Tricks screencast. I really love it. There's that code flying at you and it kind of is we got the new with the new logo from the redesign and some graphical elements from the redesign that are all worked into the intro now. I'm really really happy with it. Um I didn't do it myself. Uh uh I had someone do it for me by the name of Christian Morgan. That's Christian with a K. You can check out his site at k-r-y-s-t-i-a-n-m-o-r-g-a-n.com. I'll put a link to it on the show page as well, but that's his, uh, 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 where you can check out the portfolio and the reel, and he's got a blog, and he'll get down here. You can see the, that, 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 that my uh, intro thing has made it into the reel already, so... Uh, check out definitely get a hold of him if you are in the in the in the market for some kind of motion graphics type of thing he did a great job i think and there's a bunch of other great work in here you can also find him at kmogvideo.net so thanks so much christian did an excellent job with this and it's really takes this whole screencast thing to the next level i'm really happy with it so we're going to jump right into the topic of the day, which is CSS sprites. And so that's that's something that one of the articles on CSS Tricks that gets quite a bit of traffic is the, the one about CSS sprites, why they're cool, how to use them, that type of thing. Uh, and it goes through a case study, and there's some downloadable examples about what sprites are and why they're cool, you know, all that. But I've never gone through it in the screencast, although, you know, some of the... the, the tutorials that we've done in the past like a three-state menu is kind of been the, the same theory as a CSS sprite but I just wanted to kind of expand that idea a little bit and walk through building and using CSS sprites and then expand it into like kind of a, a practical use which is kind of what you're looking at here so check this thing out this is a, a, a I don't know it's basically like a widget you might find in a blog sidebar or something that was kind of the origin of this particular artwork so there, there's uh, uh, some round circles up here. There's uh, uh, four graphics that you can see, but one of them is kind of green. You see it's kind of in the on state. And then if we were to click on these other ones, you can see that they'll switch to their on state as well. So basically we're dealing with eight graphics here, eight individual images. So when, when, when a web browser uh, hooks up to a web server and downloads a website, there's, it, it's making all these server requests. The HTML file is one of them. The CSS files that you link to are some of them. The JavaScript files, all those are each, each one of those is one individual server request and every single image on a page is yet another server request. So th think about how many server requests a web browser has to make uh, when it downloads a web page and it's just a ton of them. And you know, most browsers, they only download two things at once. That's part of the HTTP 1.1 spec or something like that. Anyway, it only downloads two things at once. So anyway, you can see how important it is that the fewer server requests that a web page has to make, the, the quicker and snappier that's going to be. Uh, so the goal with a CSS sprite is we have eight images that we're going to be dealing with here. 
And instead of having that be eight server requests, we're gonna make it one. We're gonna use CSS to work a little magic here and turn eight server requests into one by combining it into one graphic, but still having the flexibility of using those individual graphics wherever we want to, you know? Uh, so that's kind of the theory behind it. It's an efficiency thing. Uh, uh, and it's and it's a very big deal. You could see if you used, you know, if you could turn a hundred images into one, and it would just be, you know, a boon to your to the to the performance of your website. So, that's what a CSS sprite is. I'd say the sprite part of it is that one big image. Okay, so this is what we're going to be building, and I pur purposely delayed on showing you how it works because I thought, you know, we're going. Well, why don't we do the sprites thing, and then we'll we'll expand the idea with a little uh, jQuery and make this kind of a more full fledged thing. So check this out. It's kind of an accordion thing where uh, you can click on the different ones and it will uh, uh, activate that particular icon and, and switch the, the list below. So that's what we're going to be building, but we've got to start with the basics first, right? This is where we are right now. Uh, uh, for Apple, Linux, Microsoft News, four little list items in a box, and that's where we're going to start today. And, and build our CSS sprites and get this thing going. So let's go ahead, I suppose, and check out the source code, the style, the widget. Of course, remember, I always I like to pop open the, uh, the project file. I have this folder on my desktop, CSS sprites video. We have our index file in here, our style.css file. We have some JavaScript files that we'll get to later, but... Uh, that's the medium, but I have all three of those files opened up in TextMate here, our local text editor. We'll start with the index file. Uh, uh, nothing special here. We have a page wrap. We have a div called a box, and within that box we have an unordered list with an idea of cat nav and four list items. Each one of those list items contains an anchor link, and each one of those anchor links has a unique ID. We aren't really using that yet. Let's jump over to the CSS and just some basic reset stuff and typography. Uh, uh, we're keeping the page centered with a page wrap, you know, yeah, yeah, reset. So our box is this lighter gray color when it has these rounded corners and some padding. And then the, the unordered list that contains those things also is, a, is a darker gray again. It has some padding. They're kicked over a little bit also has rounded corners and then the list items inside we're keeping them in a horizontal row by giving them display inline so that is how we have arrived at this exact looking web page here obviously we want to be replacing the the text those words with our images so let's build these images check it out i'll hide these things and i have this original art folder here in my project file with eight images in it all photoshop files we have Apple off and Apple on, Linux off, Linux on, um, um, off and on values for all four of our graphics, which is for a total of, of <clears throat> eight images. We'll go arrange tile. So you can kind of see all of them. What we're going to do is instead of, you know, that's the whole point of CSS sprites, combine these eight graphics into one graphic. So each one of these happens to be 50 by 50 pixels. We can see that by opening up the image size by control option I and seeing that they're 50 by 50. I want to lay them out in a grid that kind of makes sense. So we're going to go four wide and two tall, uh, uh, just kind of arbitrarily. Uh, so that would make 200 
by 100 pixels. So make a new document that is 200 pixels wide, 100 pixels tall. So this will be our working environment here. We hope to lay them out, you know, four wide and two tall. So let's put the the green ones on the top and the black ones on the bottom version. So we'll, uh, let's see. Let me bring my layers palette over here so you can see what I'm doing on screen. Why not? Huh? What we're going to do is grab both of the layers. Thankfully, we have this gray background that we're working with. If we were to just grab our little circle dude here and drag it over, it'd be a lot harder to line these things up. So even if you are planning to have transparency behind them, it's nice to have a filled background layer that you're going to move with it into your larger document for, for accuracy and snapping purposes. Watch when I drag this over here. We're going to put the green ones on the bottom. As, as I drag down to the lower left corner, it'll snap into place so that we're sure. Because we're going to be dealing with pixel-by-pixel pixel measurements later in the CS and we want to make sure this is very accurate so let me just get started dragging these things in here as, as kind of quickly as I can to a way that makes sense see how they're snapping to snapping right to where we want it this is what we're doing here is basically gridding this thing out making a single graphic Uh, kind of go as quick as I can here. This is probably the least exciting thing we'll do today. Uh-oh. So now that we have this thing ready to rock, we will save for web and devices. And we'll give it We'll just make it a ping 24, which is totally lossless. Make sure that we're not losing any quality here. Uh, it looks like everything's healthy here. And we will save it into our images folder. And we'll just call it Sprite, because that's what it is. And then we'll hide Photoshop. We're not going to be using Photoshop anymore. But that's the process of, of creating a CSS Sprite. Is basically, create a document that's big enough to hold all the images that you want and start dropping uh, uh, the images in there, but in, in a gridual kind of way, in a way that, that makes sense, that isn't just a big mess in there, you know, that they have space between them and there's some kind of rhyme or reason to the whole scenario, okay? So then what we'll do is we'll start with this. They're all, all of them are 50 by 50 pixels. They don't have to be, but in our case they are. So what we're going to need to do is say, nav. we're going to be using like basic CSS image replacement, essentially, but uh, uh, you'll see. Um, these are going to be blocks. They're going to be 50 pixels by 50 pixels each. Okay. And we'll use the old text indent to kick them off the page. And they're going to need a background. So every single one of these four blocks is going to share that one image. Images, sprite, ping. Okay. Uh, but we're going to set the position of them based on, remember in our HTML, each one of them has a unique ID. So that's the CSS hook that we need to apply the positioning. So 
cat nav a an ID of uh, list one button, right? List one button. We're gonna set the background position on it. Now, if we think about this a little bit, this sprite image in our block of 50 by 50, let's actually open it up. So we have a visual reference here. Um, let's see, let's get rid of all these. Visual clutter, not much, too much we can do about it. Okay, so we're gonna have this block of 50 by 50. 50 pixels by 50 pixels. The natural, the, the position, if we don't apply any background position, is, is basically top left. So it's going to start at this upper left-hand corner, and it's going to display this. So if, if I don't apply any positioning at all, which I guess we could just do it, it's going to display that first guy on the upper left. Let's see, I guess they all should have that. Okay, we didn't float it to the left, but you can see that, that there's they're 50 by 50 blocks and they're showing the upper left 50 by 50 pixels of that graphic, right? Uh, let's float it to the left. So we're... And we have this overflow hidden. Remember last week we talked about clearing floats. That's going to clear it automatically, so we don't have to worry about that. So there's our guys there, but but each one of these has a little bit of different positioning, right? That's why we're gonna we're targeting the first one, uh, 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 and we're gonna say, that, well, the first one we want to be. Let's look in our HTML Apple, right? So which one is Apple in our graphic? We'll go back to the graphic. It's the second one, right? So we're gonna shift this thing. We need to to have the graphic start here, you know, not here but here, and we need to apply negative pixel value to that. Not not positive because positive would push it to the to the right and 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 it would be weird since it's repeated it would probably show the Windows one but be a little weird basically we're kicking this thing to the left which means we need negative pixel values so we'll say background position is negative fifty pixels and zero okay so Apple now <clears throat> the first one should be an apple now. Huh? So we have complete control over this thing. It's just a little block, but it's showing just the part of the image that we want it to. So let me go grab the rest of these things and put them in there. Two is negative. A hundred, and then we just kind of built our graphic weird and, and not exactly in the order of the HTML, but it's no big deal. So three is at zero and four is at negative 150, right? So let's save it and reload. And that should be, it should be showing each of our, of our four images there, but it's only doing one server request for one graphic. <clears throat> Pretty cool. So, but we have that secondary state, right? We need to show, our goal is to show uh, uh, to, to switch the state on these things. So let's set a class here of, of, of active cat button. Active category button, right? And then back in our CSS, we'll use that. We'll say that in our unordered list with an ID of cat nav, list with a class item of, of active cat button, and then this on this particular link 
We're going to use background position again, but instead of just changing the, uh, the, 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 the horizontal value, the X value, we'll change the Y value as well, negatively. So let's save that, and that should that should shift it to the to the to the left 50 pixels and down 50 pixels. We should be looking at that green one, right? Yeah, nice. So by the same regards here, let's go grab. You know, of course, I have this kind of rewritten, so we don't take like or pre-written, so we don't take hours and hours writing all this stuff. So if 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 the active category button is on, nothing's going to change here with this CSS, right? But if we jump back into the code and change, give this class to a different one, same exact class, it's just on a different element now, and reload, a different one gets the green, right? Pretty cool. But obviously, uh, we're not quite ready for that. I mean, we, we're going to need to write some jQuery in order to apply and remove that class as we click on these things. So that's what we're going to get to. But first, let's set up. Uh, 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 uh. So I guess we're kind of done with the with the sprites portion of this thing. You kind of understand that, right? Uh, I, I didn't want it to take too long. And I wanted to, to make ultimately make this thing kind of a more practical example for you. So the idea was to kind of take it to that and make a kind of pseudo accordion kind of deal, right? So we're going to drop some extra list items below in the markup, right? So below our navigation unordered list, I'm going to drop a bunch of a bunch of extra unordered lists. They all have a class of cat list, category list, and they all have individual unique IDs. That way we can target them both all at once and we can target each one individually. They each have list items in there like you're used to seeing. Example story from list one, all these, list two, list three, right? Let's save that and reload and see what we get and we can see based on our reset we're not seeing any bullets and stuff but we don't have much styling ready for these things i'm going to go grab some styling that i've already done for these um here we go and i'll paste it in and we'll and then we'll look at it a little bit so it's based on box right So list items within our box div have this font. They don't have any margin. They have a bit of a bottom border to it. The, the anchor links also have a bottom border and a block, so it gets kind of a double bottom border effect. They have a certain color. They have some padding to them. And then the last one in the list, they don't have any border at all. So it's like there's only borders between the list items, and you'll see what I mean. Let's just save it and take a look. So that's what we got going on there. This kind of double bottom border effect, although we've seemed to have screwed something up in here. Let's see if we can fix that quick. Let's say that our these thingies have no border, no padding. That should remove anything that we screwed up, I hope. Yeah, so that's back to normal. And then we got this kind of light up rollover effect and the double border thing. But you can see when list one ends, the bottom one doesn't have any bottom borders. Anyway, just a little CSS styling. That's not really what this screencast is about, but you can see where we're headed with this. So we can jump into writing jQuery to make this accordion thing happen, right? So we're going to need some script files to go with it. I'm using TextMate here, which allows us to go script, 
SRC tab, which is a little shortcut to get the script thing going. And we have a JavaScript folder. And let's just copy and paste the file name so we're sure to get it right. We, of course, need to load the jQuery library first. We'll copy and paste this whole thing. And then we have called our external JavaScript file here widget.js. So widget. Save it. And we can jump over into our widget.js file, which has the little jQuery framework in here that this basically says when the DOM is ready, like when these page elements are ready to be manipulated, now we're going to go ahead and start manipulating them. So the first thing we want to do with our jQuery is uh, hide the lists that aren't active. So let's go into our let's go into our index file here, and let's make the first one our Apple list, the active one, okay? And then we'll hide the other ones. So let me just paste in the jQuery here so you can see. List two hide, list three hide, list four hide. It's, it's grabbing them by their ID names. And th th that is the ID, list one, list two, list. So list one will be the only one that shows because we're hiding two, three, and four, right? So let's save it. Reload the page, and you can see that lists two, three, and four are being hidden when the JavaScript loads. They hide, and that's really quick. That should they should be hidden before the page even loads. Okay, but now, okay, our buttons. Right, each one of these has a unique ID, and why don't we wait for click events on those things, and then and then work our little magic. Okay, so here's here's the deal. This is kind of just amateur stuff here I'll paste it in when the list one button is clicked basically we want to slide uh, we want to target every single one of those lists and have them slide up which is hiding them it's just shortening their height value over time until it's gone and then it goes display none and then target list one and slide that one down so we're going to do the same exact thing for list two, three, and four, but for the different buttons, right? When you click button two, slide up all the lists and slide down list two. When you click button three, slide up all the lists and slide down list three, right? So there might be a more efficient way to write that, but you know, that's kind of one by one does the trick, right? So let's reload. And as you click these things, you can see it now working. The one, you know, it slides up all the other lists, which is basically the one that's showing. It's just an easy way to write that and slides down the new one. So works out pretty good, right? But what's not happening is this class value that we need to, to change the active state of these things is <clears throat> not changing. But that's a pretty easy thing to remedy. Let me just copy some code here and paste it at the bottom. This is the last of the jQuery that we're going to write. I'm going to say, watch for all the anchor links in our category navigation area. When you click it, remove the class active cap button from all of them. Just sweep through and remove all the classes. But on this particular one, now it has to use parent so it gets back up to the list item itself and then add the class active category button. So let's do it. We'll reload. And now, beautiful, as you click these different things, the active class gets applied and it shifts that background position in our CSS sprite and, 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 and properly applies the thing here. So maybe we can open Firebug even and look at this. You can see the list items down here. 
the fourth one has the class active category button. So it's the green one, clearly, because that's what we wrote in our CSS. If I click Apple now, <clears throat> it will run its little course there. And then, let's see, it did it, but it didn't update in Firebug. That's pretty bizarre, isn't it? One, two. Anyway, Firebug is just being weird, but really, obviously, it's showing us that this thing really does have that active class there. So, at eh, whatever. So, CSS sprites, a little jQuery, pretty productive little screencast today. I hope you got something out of this, and I hope you enjoy the new intro animation. I think it's super cool, and we'll probably stick with that for a while. And 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 big thanks to Christian for putting that together for us. As usual. So oh, yesterday, today is Wednesday, I'm shooting this, I'll probably put it out Thursday, but Tuesday we did a big server change and I moved CSS tricks from a server to a server. There was a little downtime yesterday, so if you notice that, sorry about that. Uh, um, but we're back and running, should be 100%. If you have any troubles, please email me and let me know. You can always click the contact button up here on CSS tricks and get a hold of me. You can post in our forums to get help from other people in the CSS community and uh, 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 lots of stuff, lots of articles at cssstricks.com. Check it out. And until next week, folks, I guess I will uh, see you later. Bye.